0: Welcome to The Real Deal, the podcast where we have honest conversations about leadership, mindset, and real estate with first gens. I'm your host, Wendy Acosta, and I'm a first gen myself. In this podcast, I'll share with you my journey, my challenges, my successes, and my failures. I'll also interview other first gens who are making an impact in the leadership and real estate industry and beyond. Whether you're first gen or not, you'll find valuable insights, tips, and inspiration in this podcast. So sit back and enjoy the real deal. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so ex- excited today to introduce our guest speaker and my amazing friend. Who is here to share with us some valuable insights and tips on how to improve our health and well being? Please give a warm welcome to Dr. Alma. I'm so happy to have you here. Dr. Alma is a pharmacist licensed in multiple states with a specialty in oncology medicine. She has an inspiring story of overcoming challenges and achieving success as an immigrant and the first one in her family to go to college and then into grad school. She is passionate about helping people improve health outcomes and prevent diseases through functional health practices. And she will tell us more about her journey and how we can apply some of the principles that she has learned along her journey. I am sure you guys are going to find everything she has to share very informational. Um, We will be discussing investing in wellness today. So without further ado, let's welcome again, Dr. Alma. Thank you. (laughs) How are you doing today? Hi, Wendy. Thank you. I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm doing well. I am just glad that I finally am having the opportunity to have you come on my podcast. I know for the longest, we have been becoming and growing our friendship and I am so excited to have you because everything that you have to share everything that you've shared with me so far about functional medicine and just overall um, health and focusing on our health because at the end of the day our health is our wealth which you share that with me over and over and I'm so glad because a lot of people need to hear what you have to share so I'm just going to open it up to you for you to Tell us a little bit more about you, your background, and then your mission.
1: Yeah, thank you, Wendy. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, So, so yeah, just going off of that, I um, I grew up as an immigrant. I'm an actual immigrant. I'm not even first-gen. Like, my mom brought me over um, wow. here as a baby. Yeah, and then growing up, a uh, typical immigrant household, you know, lack in, in money, lack in mm-hmm. a lot of things that Latinos grow up with. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, somehow I managed to go to school and not let even having a daughter at 19 deter me mm-hmm. from going to grad school. Um so here I am and going into the healthcare system, I was a bit disappointed with uh, what I believe is kind of a backward medical system where we treat things as when they've already happened. So it's more reactive. And my goal is to start to think more proactively. So avoiding disease before it gets to the point where um, it's hard to reverse or hard to do something about it. Um, and that's my mission and my goal with um, transitioning from being a pharmacist in oncology to being a functional. Um, a functional nutrition coach in the near future. Mm -hmm. So that's where my focus will be. And ideally, I'd like to help the Latino community, although, you know, help is always useful for everybody.
0: Yeah. Wow. So good. Um, I think our community, our Latino community, absolutely needs to get more educated around this specific topic. So talking about us who are either coming from another country, immigrants into this country, or first gens who are now able to look into our future and inspire to build more wealth here. But again, we can't forget the, wealth, the wellness that we have to put in and focus in our own health to be able to achieve these goals. Tell us a little bit of how we can focus on our health and also be able to reach our goals in building well.
1: Right, so I I believe that um, just because I've been through it, when you don't have health, when you're like staring at the face of the diagnosis or you're looking at something that is life-changing for you in terms of your health, um, it's it's very hard to concentrate on anything else. If you don't have your health, you know, a lot of us take it for granted, and then when it's not there, the money doesn't matter because no matter how much money you throw at it, sometimes it doesn't help. You know, or things don't matter. Um, even drama or things that are going on in your life don't even matter. All you want at that time is to get back to health. So if you don't have your health, you're not able to. You're not going to be able to reach or even try to go towards any other goals, especially financial, that's going to be like the last thing on your mind. So health is really important to focus on and prioritize in order to be able to reach all of the other goals in your life, including wealth. That's right.
0: What are some of the things that you see in your profession are the most common health challenges or risks that you would say people face in their pursuit towards wealth?
1: Um, So I've seen a lot, you know, um, especially being in the oncology space, which I came into about eight years ago, uh, cancer diagnosis is very scary. Mm -hmm. And so when it gets to the point at a cancer diagnosis, um, there's a lot of things that go through people's minds. Mm -hmm. But let's say even before that, when I was not in the oncology space, there are a lot of health issues that arise just from people not taking their health into account, um, until it becomes an issue. yeah. And at that point, it might be a little bit too late to reverse or to help. But you know, I always think it's never too late. You know, if that's yeah. going to take for people to realize that health should be a priority and important, then that's what it's going to be. So yeah. Um, just uh, health challenges, you know, it could be anything from high blood pressure, diabetes is mm-hmm. a big one in our community. Yeah. Once a patient has diabetes, they have to really think about their lifestyle and even what they're eating, which yeah. they never had to think about before. So um, there are a lot of health challenges that present, uh, especially after a diagnosis. Yeah. I'm guilty for
0: falling into this trap, Alma, and I'm going to share because this is a phase that I went through in my life right after I had my daughter and there were there were a lot of struggles along the way um, with postpartum depression and also not taking care of myself not eating healthy I really was not focused in any of that and I didn't think that that had anything to do with the way that I was feeling so I then obviously had to correlate both things into an overall well-being so I started working out a lot I started being more mindful of what I was eating and it has completely changed my life what you said with diabetes in the community a lot of us have that in our family history diabetes high blood pressure And that was something that I didn't want to be a part of at all. So I knew that something had to change. And I think a lot of us have to find that balance, right, Um, to be able to uh, mitigate those risks that probably already come through our genetics. My next question for you, Alma, what are some strategies or tips that you would be able to share with us to
1: be able to balance work and well-being? Well, uh, first of all, I commend you for getting yourself out of that, like on your own. Sometimes it's very hard to realize when you need to fix something. So it's yes. you know, good for you for finding yeah. those solutions um, and prioritizing your health at that time. So uh, I guess uh, ways to balance work. Mm-hmm. So this is hard because a lot of there's a lot of people. There's a range of of economics in our Latino households, right? There's people who cannot make ends meet. They work paycheck to paycheck. Mm -hmm. They do have to put in those long hours just to survive. So there's that range. And then there's people who have a little bit more comfort, a little bit more income, and can prioritize their health a little bit. So sometimes when, when people aren't able to because of economic issues, they don't prioritize health. They prioritize the now and the making money Mm -hmm. because they need to survive and eat and meet those survival needs. So in that situation, I think it's a little bit tough, but what I've seen in my community is even in those situations, um, people have to prioritize rest. That is absolutely non-negotiable because Mm -hmm. if you work that hard, you should rest that hard too. That's you know, right. and, and that's one thing that I find is really crucial to balancing the work life balance. And a lot of people speaking of that don't really create those boundaries either. So they prioritize work, 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 but nothing in terms of life. And that uh, it, it will take its toll eventually. Um, it'll run down your body, not only physically, but also spiritually. And I think you. Kind of mentioned it where you were suffering from your mental health, mm-hmm. and a lot of us don't realize how important our mental health is to our physical health. If your mental health is not is not good and it's suffering or you have something going on that's really mentally draining or stressful, you're not going to want to do all of the other things that are required to have a balance in health, like uh, exercise or mm-hmm caring about what you eat because you're mentally not well. So um, that's important to feed that to the mental health and the spiritual health so that you can then get that nutritional and physical health in order to. Yes.
0: I love it because you shared this with me and you talked about the pillars, right? Yeah. Can you share that really
1: briefly, please? Yeah, of course. So my specialty is going to be in functional, uh, functional nutrition. And what that means is that Uh, In comparison to conventional medicine, and that means your regular doctor, your regular healthcare system, you go there and you tell them your list of symptoms or what you're feeling, and they give you a diagnosis. And sometimes they'll give you some nutritional intervention if it requires that. Um, But most of the time it's like, okay, you have this diagnosis, now here's a pill. Go pick it up at the pharmacy and see Mm -hmm. me in three months, right? Yeah. Um, But I think that, as a society, we need a little bit more integrative approach. And what functional medicine kind of looks at is at the, um, the physical health, which includes nutrition, the mental and emotional health, mm-hmm. and the spiritual health. So all of these three components, we think of them like a three-legged stool. And if they're not imbalanced and they're not level with each other, it's going to be wobbly and unbalanced and not safe, right? So in, in health, Functional nutrition kind of looks at all of that, because all three things have to be in balance in order for you to be, quote unquote, healthy.
0: Yeah, I believe in that 100%. Yeah, I love how you said it, the three-legged stool. Yeah. And to be able to be um, fully functional in our health, um, that is definitely something that we all need to start incorporating, I think that we're just so burnt out to some extent that we just don't make the time to actually focus on mental health. And again, I don't think it's talked about as much as it should be talked about, especially in our community growing up. It was not something that was discussed, mental health. So how do we cope with stress and burnout or even fatigue? I know you said resting, getting a good night's rest, making sure that we are resting just as much as we are working. Um, any other way that
1: you would recommend for us to be able to cope with stress? Yeah, absolutely. So I just want to say, too, that, you know, it's it's hard to have everything perfect all the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't think that we have to be hard on ourselves if there's one thing that's off in our lives and we have to deal with it. That's like things are going to happen, mm-hmm. things are going to come up. Stressors are always around us, and it's just something that we can't avoid. The only thing that we can control is our reaction and the way that we handle it. Yeah. And so, in order to, in order to do that, um, it's more about finding the time and creating the time. Because I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that it's easy. Because it's not. It takes effort mm-hmm. and it takes work. And uh, finding those things that are going to make you feel whole again. So, um, So, for example, like some people take to meditation and it makes them a little bit more balanced internally so that they can cope better with external stressors. Meditation has been shown to be really helpful to balance your central nervous system. Because really what gets out of whack when you're in burnout or fatigue is your central nervous system is freaking out because you're always on go, go, go mode. And it, you know, it needs to be brought back to balance. And again, if you're always in that mode, you're going to crash sooner or later. So, so meditation, taking walks, walks in nature are so good for you. And people, um, I mean, you know, there's a reason why when you go to like doctor's offices or, or whatever, there's like pictures of nature and videos of like nature, right? Because it's so calming and so relaxing and it's even better if you're actually in it. So just having those landscapes and access to them is so good for the soul and it really does help realign that central nervous system. And there are seasons. There's seasons for doing, you know. There's like I was in pharmacy school, I was straight I was stressed for like four years straight. Like honestly, it was it was nonstop. But it, it was a season of my life. Now it's it's better because now because I have that career. I can now take it a little bit, take a step back and focus a little bit more on my self care. But I had Mm -hmm. to put in those four years of and that's what it was, you know? So there's a season for it and if there's a time where you know you have to go hard, um, just know that when it ends you'll have you'll have to try to rebalance and um from, you know, whatever you had to go through.
0: Yeah. That is so true. That is definitely t- true. I think we all go through seasons. Well, speaking of, we're approaching the end of the year. And a lot of us, um, you know, have the New Year's resolutions with goals that we want to meet for the new year. And, and we just, you know, we we start planning towards the future and the next year. So how do we incorporate physical activity find time to like incorporate more nutrition and even like hydration um, in our in
1: our daily routine so I think okay so like for example exercise let's say a lot of people their goal is to start working out more right and so exercise a lot of people think that you have to do like two hours at the gym every day or you have to like really go hard but In reality, all your body needs is a little bit of movement and it it compounds, like it's so good for you. Even a little bit goes a long way. So I I know you'll probably hear this a lot, but like if you can do 15 minutes do 15 minutes and, and that's true. So take a 15 minute walk, stretch it to 30 minutes. If you're feeling it, um, do some stretching, even like light stretches count put on a YouTube video, somebody doing some somatic stretches or some, you know, like, um, stretches to relieve tension or trauma in the body that um that's also movement and um if you can go lift weights for half an hour that's already a lot compared to you know if you're trying to build a bunch of muscle and you know do like these 20 protein shakes a day and that that's a whole different goal right (laughs) and those people have a whole different um, plan to get there. But if you're just a person who's trying to incorporate more exercise, all it takes is 15, 30 minutes a, a day, maybe a few days a week. And you can t- take some rest days too. maybe do a little bit of stretching, light yoga in those days. Um, So it's not as hard as people think. But again, just making the time to do it is is hard for a lot of people. But they it's just that's what it has to be. You just have to put it on your calendar or, you know, make sure that you are accountable to yourself to get in that movement even if it's a little bit every day um and then as far as hydration i honestly don't have a good solution for that but i'll tell you what i do what's been a game changer for me so i bought the timed water bottles they have them on amazon and i avoid plastic bottles at all costs you you probably know this from me and that's a whole other like podcast but you know like all of these um chemicals that are in our plastic that can leach into water mm-hmm. and so I go for the glass bottles and they're timed so it you know it tells you like how often you should be drinking to what point in the bottle and um, I got a big one like a 32 ounce bottle and I drink two of those um, every day uh, every once in a while I had electrolytes in it you know like the I, I had a specific brand it's called LMNT Mm -hmm. electrolytes and then um, especially if I know I'm going to go to the sauna or I'm going to go for a run or somewhere where I'll be using a little bit more sweating a little bit more yeah I'll add that and that's made a difference too because that helps replenish electrolytes that you lose in sweat Mm -hmm. Um, and then or sometimes I'll put like little vitamin drops in it I know some people like to put lemon and stuff I, I used to do that but I don't do that anymore but some people like the flavor. So, um, but drinking two of those has kept me accountable with hydration. And I just keep it with me all the time.
0: And that's um, what keeps your skin glowing all the time. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah it, it really does help. I, I do believe that. But, you know, I'm not 100% either. There are days that I'm like, oh, I only had one. Or I was so busy, I didn't. But, you know, I think as long yeah. as I try to do it most days, I uh, exactly. can't. Yeah. You know, trying to be 100% with everything is exhausting yeah so, um, exactly. and then with the, yeah. And then with the meal plan, the meals, the nutrition. So, um the only solution that I can say is that we meal plan in our household, and that's been a game changer for us. And we didn't used to do that. I mean, it started maybe like six months ago or so. That we were really like started to, okay, we're going to grocery shop on Sundays Mm -hmm. and make our meals because Sundays we have a little bit more extra time. And then all week we have meals to choose from. And so we never have to go out for dinner. We never have to order a carry out. We never have to like go out for lunch. Mm -hmm. And it just keeps you accountable. And it also saves a lot of time during the week because you're not preparing meals every night. So that's been a really game changer for us in order to keep our nutrition in check. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow, yeah, that's so good. I think um, meal prepping is definitely a way to stay on track of what you're e- eating as well. Mm-hmm. And you can control what goes into it. I could keep talking to you because I want to <laughs> know everything and just pick your brain um, because everything that you're saying is, again, things that we, it's so good for all of us to know, especially as we are, going through these journeys of reaching towards bigger goals, staying busy, but we cannot forget the solid foundation, which is our well-being, our entire well-being, the three pillars that you mentioned with spirituality, you know, our mental, emotional health, and our physical health. Mm. I'm so big on all three of those, and all three of those have to be functioning for you to feel complete. So. It's it's so important to remember these things um because I'm in a phase right now where I have deadlines to meet and I have huge projects that I've committed to and this is the most important time that I have to remember that my well-being is the most important thing that I have to nourish and I have to focus on my well-being because if we're sick I mean honestly everything is just you know everything's n- nothing's gonna work if we're if our body is not in a place or our mind's not in a place where we're able to fully function so thank you so much for sharing everything that you shared so far i'm gonna ask you one more question what are some of the most valuable lessons or insights that you have learned from your own health
1: journey how I? Um, how have they impacted your life um I have so many, Wendy, and like you said, yeah, we could probably go on for hours, but um, besides the one that we spoke about earlier, where if you don't have health, nothing else really matters, and I say that because I personally live that, and I want people to know that when you're, like, in the hospital, when you're having all this, like, medical care, it really sucks. It's, like, the only thing you want to do is be, like, I just want to go for a run and I can't, I physically cannot. And it's the worst. It's horrible to feel that way. And I want people to know that it should not get to that point, right? Like look at your mirrors, look at the people in your family, see how they suffer or what they're going through as part of maybe their health journey and the things that they maybe didn't do or aren't doing to take care of themselves. And you know, look look to them and, and know that if you maybe do the same that it might be the same for you. Mm-hmm. And that way you maybe look to w- for ways to prevent it if being healthy and aging well is something that's on your radar. Mm-hmm. It's never too early to start thinking about it. That's right. Yeah. So um, other than that, the only other thing, and I hate to say it, but no one's coming to save you. No one's coming to save me. Um, you're on your own when it comes to your health, like you know you're no one can do your push-ups for you, no one can take your pills for you or do your diets for you. So it's up to every individual to take care of themselves and in order to um and when you take care of yourself, you really take care of the people that you love because then they don't have to worry about you and potentially you know getting unhealthy or having mm-hmm. to take care of you in the future if you're not if you're not healthy. Mm-hmm. So it's more about giving yourself love and giving love to those around you when you take care of yourself. That's right. And I think it's loving ourselves and giving
0: ourselves everything that we give to everyone else. Also being able to be kind to our bodies, like give that care to ourselves because we care about everyone else, especially being women. You know, I think we love to take care of other people and we're like the last ones on the list but we cannot give out of an empty cup so I think it's good to also remember that Anma, I really just want to thank you for taking your time to join me on this podcast episode today and for being so generous with your knowledge and your experience Um, tell us how our listeners can find out a little bit more of what you do
1: and how we can find you um, yeah. So right now, um, like I mentioned earlier, I'm transitioning into a functional, um, a functional nutrition coaching yes. uh, program. I that's something that I want to start in the near future to kind of help people transition into better health nutritionally. Uh, but we also focus on mental, emotional, physical, spiritual. So all of the components in order to be uh, be in balance with health. And um, I also, am. I haven't said this out loud public publicly, I guess, yes. but I am also planning to launch a podcast in 2024. Yeah. I'm thinking early 2024. So hopefully, um, you know, you guys can listen on there, but more details to come. Yes. For now, I am on Instagram at uh, Alma, my first name, A-L-M-A-I-N, in pieces, and pieces is spelled P E. C-E-S. Uh, so you can follow me there for all the updates and
0: i will make sure to put those specific notes on the description notes below but this episode um but everyone please show some love and support by following alma on her social media platforms and checking her out a lot of exciting things to come our way out (laughs) of that i am so excited for you and again this is all just stuff that people need to know about we need to talk a little bit more about wellness health and well-being everything that you have to share is so valuable Um, so don't forget to follow her i'll make sure to put the notes on the description below and alma thank you so much is there anything else that you would love to share with us before we wrap it up um i'm
1: just so excited to have you be part of my life now um i just want to thank you as well wendy for having me and giving me the space to be here and uh letting your listeners know about me i really do appreciate that and i consider you a really dear friend too it's really nice when we actually get to see you i know so much mine <laughs> yeah yeah so hopefully we can do that soon but and
0: definitely more episodes to come
1: yeah yeah there's so much health is such a huge topic so
0: it really is it, it truly there's is never ending oh, so more episodes to come this was just a little sneak peek intro to who alma in peace is. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: appreciate
0: it. Well, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Real Deal podcast with me, Wendy Acosta. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and learned something valuable that you can apply to your own life and business. If you like this podcast, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite platform. It really helps me reach more people and share my message. You can also follow me on social media and visit my website for more resources and tips on how to become a successful real estate leader. Until next time, remember you are the real deal and you have what it takes to achieve your goals. Stay positive, stay focused, and stay tuned for the next episode of Be Wendy Acosta Real Deal podcast. Bye for now.